shot up. Goop, leave it alone, baby. We did show, shoot up. I ain't got it. I should have bought it. This is detrimental. Hey, your hand starts to, how it starts to tingle. I should have yeah. like bought that one. It's got to break 60. That's what Nick always says. I should have. <laughs> it should have. It got to break 60. Listen. When they tell me don't do that, I Here, do Here's the like about stocks. Here's where I mess up. I could have I could have sold and bought back. I mean, so, uh, of you course, the other day I made few, a mistake. You could have made money a few times. I made a mistake the other day. I set my set loss to 60. It peaked 60. Um, sold. But, um. Still man, made. you still made though. Oh yeah, I made money for sure, but also, uh, man, it's dropped multiple times in then, and I could have. You could have uh, bought the dip and sold the rip. Uh, hold on, let me. Heaven, thanks for joining the podcast. She, she just yeah, thanks for joining the podcast. Where'd she go? <laughs> she hung up. She. I just told her. Well, didn't I just t- let her tell you like five minutes Man. ago we were about to get on the podcast? She might. She might she be screaming for attention. You gotta show him grace. Some advice. Man, let's go. Give her some grace. Welcome That's to right. another edition of Trust the Process Podcast. Yours truly, Rob the People's Plug Martin, joined by always the Italian Stallion. That's the Reverend over What's there. up, y'all? And as always, Mr. Irregular Strength himself, Julius Maddox. Okay. It's li- getting hot in here. We live in the studio. Keep on all your clothes. Man. <laughs> they got the heat up in here? Mm-mm. Or they ain't got the arrow? It's like 18th Street over here. Mm. <laughs> mm. What's up, guys? What's up, what's up? Y'all, y'all got to eat those man. gas station biscuits. Man. man, don't tell them what's in those gas station biscuits. I was thinking that. I was like, man, you eat gas station food every day. Yeah, I can't do oh, it. Yeah, I don't eat it every day. Yeah. I know, but. Yeah, I can't, I can't no, do that. There's only one five-star. That's the only, that's a clean establishment. Man, it's yeah, sure five-star, they cook it fresh. And, right? they, and they got everything. <laughs> they make it fresh like Subway right in front of you. Everybody else, I don't know. Man, the biscuits and gravy be hitting, too. No, there, there was one that somebody was like, man, this is the best place to go get, uh, Breakfast in the morning. I remember I went there, and it just the sausage and the bacon just tastes like it wasn't even of uh, whatever animal they like. It wasn't. It wasn't from a pig. It was from a pterodactyl or something. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't eat gas station food. Nah. I mean, unless it's picking. That up biscuit like a, was already though, wasn't it? Half of it. <laughs> it was like, half, it, half of it was good. Yeah. Half for of sure, it was good. So sure. how's your week been going? Man, busy. Live man, in the studio. Busy. Great man, it, week. Great it feel, week. It's a beautiful day outside. Man. man. Beautiful. Softball field last night. I took it back. Had a Are y'all few still hits. playing? I had a few runs. Man, y'all went. Y'all turn it up. The out Reverend there. look good. Man, at working out. You know what they kept telling at me? At working out, paying off. Ain't they it? said Scudo. They kept saying this coming to you. I, they put me in the outfield. You know when you get put in the outfield, you got less effort. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Hey, I was just standing there in the bar. Got hit out there. Oh, somebody like, hit it out there. Oh man, they burnt I, Nick away from me too. I was like, oh, they burnt Ooh. Nick. Hey, it, it was one of them that 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 all eyes was gonna be on you. Oh, they going to get it. I got they him placed out, that though. perfect. Oh, you got him out. It barely, luckily. Nick, Nick threw Hold on, you didn't sound too confident in the way you said that. I just threw the ball in because it wasn't like that, Jew. Jew, they got a home run off a little hit. And uh, they just got him out at home. I told, oh, Nick, really? I told Nick to scoot over. Because he didn't run? He didn't want to move. So, dude hit it over at the right field. And then all eyes was on <laughs> Nick getting this ball. Well, I was already like, man, you know, you put you put somebody in right field. It's like, yeah, the ball ain't probably ain't coming. Did he not want to <laughs> run or something? I mean, did he? Did he, uh... he just took off. The way he hit it, I had to run for it. As, he had to be slow there. It was an older gentleman. I was fast. It was an older gentleman. I was fast the way I took off for it. And then he got threw out at home by somebody else. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It had to be. 
Man, it's so much funner, though, when you win. We had a good I'm game you. last night. Oh, y'all won? Yeah. What do y'all game. like, the Bad News Bears? Like, man, they have been the last It's been a rough season, now. Drew. Man, it's been a rough season? It's been a real rough season. Man, you got to step been, up and coach it, man. I've been stressed out. They don't want to come to practice. Oh, yeah. That's what hey. you got to tell them, look. I've been thinking about bitching some people, Rob, but then hey. I'm like, I only got X amount of players. Rob's like, he takes it back to Kenny Hicks School of Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's like, we practice Practice every- six days a week. Man, he's like, hey, you ain't come to practice, you ain't playing. It's <laughs> yeah. really like it's church league. <laughs> Drew, but if you get – here's the thing. If you get beat, I don't like losing. Yeah, absolutely. What should you do? I mean, you got to practice at least once a week. Right? But people's like, oh, man, we got – and I understand. Everybody got life going on, right? Every, you got yeah. a thousand things. But you, if you committed to one thing, you got to commit to the other. Man. So if you committed to playing baseball – and you know that there's practice involved. What you said. And you got to show up. That's what you, you got to show fight up and practice. Time. They come for it, right? You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. I think that's what it is, man. It's just, I'm not going to say that, like, necessarily those guys. I'm just saying a lot of guys nowadays are very just uncommitted. Yeah, you can't play on the team. I'm you one of them sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I absolutely admit sometimes I fall short. Yeah, everybody does fall short. But I'm saying if you if you lose three games in a row, you got to have a practice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to. I've learned playing with people that don't. I ain't never played organized sports. Oh, man. Look, Jew. Jew, I'm telling you, this year I've heard it from more people than ever. Man, I can play. Man, man, you should let me be on the team. I can play. Yeah. Jew, you can see. Hey, at old age catches up to you. You know how you hit somebody one ball and you can just kind of see it in their posture that they, oh, yeah, you they can, ain't, there ain't got no it. finesse. It's you know just, what I'm saying? It, yeah. it, ain't, it ain't real athleticism. It's just like, it, it's just like anything else. I can tell. I can tell if a person can play basketball by the way they dribble a basketball. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even you have to – You can almost s- tell by the way that they carry themselves that, like, I'm not going to say that, like, I have seen some surprises get on the court, right? Oh, I've, I, that's why I can't base it off that. But once I see a basketball in, in your hand, hand – how they're And I see that. how you handle the basketball, I already yeah. know. Yeah. I already – I mean, like, I just – I know. You can see it. Yeah, I already, I already know, like a hundred percent. Man, it reminds me of a time. <laughs> so uh, I was working at FOS, and some clients went to go work for this guy, um, trying to get, uh, or trying to weld for this company. And a couple of the guys was like, "Yeah, I know how to weld." <laughs> and you know, this is one of them old school guys that owns his own shop. Yeah, you know what he's gonna do. Oh, All right, man. let's spark the machine up. Let's see what yeah. you got. Yeah, dog, dude, the burnt through the whole plate. <laughs> Look, because so, I'm t- what is it? So what is it about men who think that- Like, I'm just trying to figure out why you would even say you can do something knowing you're going to be put under the heat. Man. Like, I think that they really – but, look, I think a lot of guys truly believe it. Yeah, I don't know how. If you ain't – if you ain't even if you had a little bit of experience, like, I wouldn't be confident enough to put my life on it. You know what I mean? Like, the – to put my word on and be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm good at welding. Man, I'm I've good had at a, doing I, this. We, we've had at least six, seven people say, man, I, I, I need to be playing. Look, I can't tell you how many mechanics I've had that say, man, I'm, I'm a mechanic. Right. ASC certified. Yeah. Uh, uh, Six-month warranty, trend, full motor trend. I've done it all. And I'm just like, all right. And then I hear them over banging, taking a taking a, a, a ratchet. Like, why are you messing with the radio? Banging, yeah, banging on the uh, hub. I'm like, that ain't how that comes off. Hey, you got to, like, pride or something, not beat on it. Look, you know you know saying. the general aspects of it, what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like hey, you, as a uh, – I'm going to tell you, all, all I want to do is be consistent as this guy that cuts the grass. He man, every, is on yeah, time every Friday. every Friday at the same exact time. 
It's like he does it on purpose. I mean, I hear the buzzing in my noise. Dog, my, look, look we're doing it late today. Nah, it's, t- it's 10.30. We're late. We usually start at 9.30. Man, he's norm- every time that we're here, he's here. I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's like he's just trying to wait till we start recording, and then he just <laughs> fires that mower up. Man, so um, last weekend we had a long, extended weekend, three-day weekend, Memorial Day. Hey, I did want to mention, we didn't get to mention it last week, man. Thank you for everybody um, who has ever served, who has ever um, laid their life down on the line, who's ever committed to serving this uh, this country mm-hmm. so that we could have freedoms um, to be able to do things like this, mm-hmm. to be able to, to wake up and just live in a world where we, we don't have to worry about bombs going off. You know, missiles Man, being different. fired at us. You know what I'm saying? Look, I mean, I've been watching, the, you know, over the past couple of weeks, seeing some of the clips of uh, the Israel and Palestine uh, war they have going on, a little mini war, a bat, whatever you want to call it. And it's just like you can hear people screaming in the background. Oh, man. And then you got some people that are just like, this is normal. Like, Yeah. But that's the same thing. Like, you know, when you go to some of these inner cities, these big big cities, um, it's nothing to hear uh, gunshots. And, right. And, and bullets ringing off. And it's just like, man, a lot of us, we have it made. We have it made. Yeah, how do you even get used to that? I mean, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, some people ain't got a choice. But yeah, shout out to the to the people who served the country, man. Uh, the fallen soldiers, and 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 uh, still shout out to the ones who are still serving. Oh yeah, you know, they're serving today. People always, and this is what kills me. Like people are like, oh, you signed up for the arm. When you hear people speak negative about it, and I'm thinking in my mind, like, yeah, I get it. It's a job, but still, they still signed up to put their life on the line. That's right. That's they right. didn't know what was to come. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Plus, they don't even. I talked to this guy. He's a he just turned eighteen and he was going to the military and he told me about he was where he was going to for um, for for training and all that. And um, he just he told me that he had got a sign on bonus. But I'm thinking, man, is that it? You know what no, I'm saying? They like get paid, they get paid decent. They do get paid decent, but I'm, I'm saying, saying somewhat for compared to hey, someone who's first starting out. Adidas is on here. He's been a lifelong. Uh, oh, yeah. Man. Shout out to my boy Adidas and Jerry, man. Air man. Force uh, vets. Adidas he's is still seri- in there. He's a serious Air Yeah, he's a serious Air Force. Man, he don't play. Look, he got all the planes. He's got, he's look, all the craziest planes. thing about it is, is like nothing could have prepared us or even, you would have never even thought that any of us would have went this direction, especially like Adidas and Jerry. Oh, yeah. Like I mean, what they, happened? off the chain. I know. Man, they just got tired of Some of the of most it. off the chain people on the planet. I mean, they just got tired of it one day. Man, look, but that's, that's what happens, man. Up, like they took boys to men, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> then now, now upwards towards you know, I think Adidas are talking at some point, and like you can make upwards towards eighty plus grand a year. Oh, yeah. And it's like laid back, like you don't have to, you know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna give the full description, but like it's super laid back. You know, you got benefits. Um, uh, you have all these. Uh, 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 you have all these opportunities apart from. You know, just serving uh, mm-hmm. like you're going to go to war. You know what I mean? So it's just – it's pretty cool, man, to see oh, yeah. it all unfold. Yeah, yeah, it's neat, man. So we do thank all everybody who's ever, um, you know, served this great country of ours. And just like you said, man, I think that we take it for granted so many times of being able to just wake up and not have to worry about certain things. You know, one oh, yeah. time I went and tried to sign up. Did you? Yeah, I was 18. I never did. I was did. 19. I never did. I, never I was 19 about, years old. Uh, that's what my mom told us. If you want to get out of trouble, you go to the military. This is how I knew, like, something in me, like, that I, I didn't, I wasn't, like, necessarily an all-bad person. Like, I didn't want to do bad because I knew where my life was going, and I tried to change it, 
And the recruiter told me, he said, no, nah, man, I can't, I can't do nothing for you. You got possession of weed charges. Man. That's crazy. Just a possession charge. Back in the day, they wasn't picky and choosy like that. Yeah, back in the day, yes, hey. they was. Nowadays, no. they're not. No, nah, back in the day, they wasn't uh, they, they wasn't able to tell you no or yes. They was taking you. Oh, uh, when uh, the draft and stuff. Oh, probably yeah. then. I'm saying, like, this was 2000. Probably like 2008. When ain't no wars going on and stuff, they they, don't, they get picky. Like, well, yeah, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was like, and they didn't even understand. Like, I was a – look, Coach Stinnett in basketball at Owensboro <laughs> High School, uh, the, he trained me up to be a universal soldier. <laughs> so, I had to drive in me. Yeah. If they would have let me go to the military, I would have been a I would have been like in my mind, I thought I was like for real, like Sylvester Stallone and and, and what's that movie called where where he's in the jungle? Rambo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I would have thought I was Rambo, but it was uh it was in it was in God's providence or, or God's uh uh plan that uh I had to go through this storm so we could impact, you know, have you ever people watched, on a different uh, level. He's a workout guy. David Goggins. Oh yeah, he's he's a savage. He's savage. He he's a navy he's a navy seal, and what he does is every day he says, find something that you hate to do and go do it. Man. So like. Man, that, that's different, right he, there. He, he went to go train the owner of the Atlanta Hawks. The owner of the Atlanta Hawks had gotten a rut, and he invited David Goggins to live with him for three months. He said an alert came across the screen. Everybody stay in your house. There's a blizzard out. It's dangerous. He said David Goggins looked at him and said, now we're going running on the 10-hour. <laughs> we're going. Man. We're going. So we had a uh, we had a long three-day weekend, man. It felt good. Then we went out to uh, Monday. Uh, we went out to Lake Venus. Absolutely. Blast. Yeah, it was a, a blast. Time. I'm telling you, man, to be so close. I ain't close, get in the water, though. It was too cold. I seen yeah. Bart get in there. I ain't with it. Chloe got in. Everybody got in besides me and Rob, probably. Yeah, I ain't. Look, I can't. My body can't handle it. I can't handle an extreme shock like that. I had to do. I had to do the swim of shame at Lake Venus one time. Which one? We mean. We was out. You know that little. You you know that little floaty thing they got out there at the dock. Yeah. Yeah. We was out there tipping it with the kids, and the dude yelled at me, "Don't tip it again!" And I I got mad because he yelled at me, and I tipped it again. All I heard was. You're out of here. And everybody yeah. started looking at me. Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> and I had to swim in. Man, plus, you know, Nick's a funny swimmer, too. Yeah, I almost died out there one time. Oh. I tried to swim from, you know, where the rope starts, where the kids are? Yeah. I tried to swim from right there out to the to the, uh, to the the middle thing? No, nah, not to the middle thing, to the where the, the where the diving board is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I was in Frenchy Center. I mean, I had graduated, I think. But, you know, um, when you build muscle, muscle doesn't float like that. Yeah, muscle muscle wants to pull you down. Yeah, and also when you have more muscle, like and you're doing things like that you're not used to doing, your body wants to cramp up. Yeah, so my arms started to cramp up. Oh man, and I started to sink, <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking I'm like, man, life just got good. I ain't about to die now. Please don't I let me die, die now, Lord. Nah. So I was like, I was swimming sideways where. <laughs> You swim sideways and you try to like doggy pedal sideways. I made it, but man, look, when I got to that dock, I was hugging it. Like, thank God. Man. It was like, you gotta get out of the water. I'm like, look, I need to rest. Yeah. You gotta yeah. give me rest right now. I almost died. Hey, a couple nights ago, man, I was woke up by two cramps in my leg at the mm. same time. I'm telling oh. you. 
for about 30 minutes that would oh, not go away. You, you was on the verge. If you wasn't crying, you was on the verge of crying. Oh, yeah. I was awoken. I ain't never had that crap. I was oh. awoken by it, man. Nick, I'm you've never you. had a crap? Uh-uh. Oh, it must be goodness. saving them for your, for your later years. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, my dad used to wake up with him like that. Oh, yeah. he was. It was funny when he woke up, too. Not even during basketball. Like, through basketball. I ain't never had like no that. cramp like that. Dog, I've had Dude. a cramp where I broke out in both legs. Simultaneously. My sides, my both back. Both my legs in the same places locked up on me. Wow. In the same exact place. I'm telling you, it almost brought tears to my eyes. You gotta eyes. watch what you drinking and eat. No, it ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> man, I think some people are just more prone to it. Man, I but don't know. But you gotta know. think if you go from not doing like so, Nick Nick normally doesn't play softball, right? Yeah. And then he goes to playing like a game like he did last night. He's lucky he didn't get him last night. Why? Why? When his body was at rest? No, oh yeah. Because what happens? Think about this. Okay, think about this. Even what a cramp is. A cramp is your body reacting to something that's abnormal going on right mm -hmm. so your body is is thinking we're still moving like these muscles are still in action but because you normally don't do that that's why a lot of people well, i got a i got a fact check i got man a, I that, got that, 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 you ain't got to fact check a good right. story sound right, did it, you ain't got to fact check a, a good story you I'm not saying say. a good story. I just want to know. I mean, it's interesting. I never right. never thought about looking up what a cramp really is. In my mind, it just worked out perfect. So if Nick don't <laughs> ever work, Nick ain't never going to get cramps. It didn't sound but right. But if Nick, if Nick, if Nick plays I mean, a, that makes sense, Rob. Dude, I played it. Right. Look, we, I, I ain't got a cramp all it's season. It's about the food you eat and except stuff. Except when I, we played a doubleheader. It's about not having enough water and dehydration. Well, I'm not sure. I'm saying that so, it doesn't have enough. So a muscle cramp dehydrated. is caused by... Overuse of a muscle, Rob's right. Yep. Thank you. I knew I was right. Listen, hold on. And dehydration. Yeah, dehydration. Duh. I knew that. Muscle I knew I strain right. or simply holding a position for a prolonged period of time. You got to stay hydrated. No, I mean, it, it can be multiple things. Jew. If you hold your arm and you flex it like this for 30 minutes, I promise you, you're going to have the craziest cramp uh, in your yeah. arm you've ever had in your life. Yeah. Hey, I got one of those, uh, uh, when the, when the muscle things. Yeah. I used it on Nick last night, man. He was in love. Hey, listen, I caught a cramp one time. We was so on our, good. we was, uh, we was on our way to, we was working for MPW, and we was on our way to uh, Ohio. <laughs> I got a cramp in the back of the, uh, in the back of the van, a fifteen passenger van with eighteen people on it. You know they used to pack man. us in there, man. Literally, I almost kicked the seat up. <laughs> why, why do you get that power? You, you didn't have no tool. I, you, you, hey, you might do anything crazy. You get some kind of power whenever you catch a cramp in your leg. Yeah, I don't know where that power manifests from, but you, you kind of know your strength. Cause that, that, I guess it's because of your uh, your uh, adrenaline. Yeah. Because man, I'm telling you, I used to get cramps like you said, legs, back, all at once. Where my, I'm on the ground trying to lay straight, because any way I move, it's gonna it's gonna fire back up. You know, it goes away. Oh yeah, you know when you when you move barely and you're like, ooh, if I move this way, it's gonna I'm gonna it's feel gonna, it again. It's gonna come back on. Oh man, yeah. that's a horrible feeling. I can't believe Nick ain't never had one. Should I? Should we pray that Nick has a cramp like that? <laughs> nah, I stay hydrated. Okay. That, Nick, that ain't he gonna does do stay it. hydrated. That ain't gonna do it. Nick drinks that Dr. Peppers. Nah, the only cramps I got really uh, fifty three when I was working out and trying to run a five k. I would uh well I, I knew I knew it was hydration because I would I would start to cramp up on the treadmill, and uh, I was on a keto so I wasn't getting all the fruits and stuff. Yeah. And my legs would start to cramp up, but I wouldn't. I never had like a full blown cramp where you just wake up. It's gonna happen. I, I hate to wish that on you, but it's gonna happen. <laughs> He's like, you need to. Experience you ain't, you go, Nick's gonna be like, look, I gotta go to the hospital. It's in, your, in, your, in your older age, it's coming. I'm hey, surprised did, that you didn't uh, after I didn't, playing a softball game. I didn't used to believe in like stuff like you know like cramps, anxiety until I had an anxiety attack. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's real. Hey, Drew, you remember when we was growing up and Drew or Nick would always say that he couldn't eat shrimp? I remember at one time he ate something. 
It was Shrimp. And he was, where at though? The like, funniest story in, the, in America. Saying, look, look. Uh, yeah, what are we talking about today? <laughs> we got to talk about this story, though. Listen. <laughs> we're at, this is when Yum Yum Sauce first came out. Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't know nothing about Yum Yum Sauce, right? Nick was like, man, you don't know nothing about, we're out there, we're out at this, uh, uh, this Chinese restaurant out there. Raggedy on, Chinese. Yeah, on 54. Chi- it was right there where Don oh, Boy yeah, used that's to right. be. They, they, man, they sold everything. They ain't, they ain't last no time. <laughs> they sold yeah. all food. They that's said, uh, they, they said, you know, Nick was like, we're out there eating. And you already knew, like, the food probably been sitting out and all this stuff. But Nick was like, man, you don't know nothing about this yum yum. <laughs> you ain't never had this yum yum. I kept teasing. Like, I was like, you yum yum. Yeah, he yum, kept saying yum. it over and over again. Yum yum. You ain't never had it. <laughs> And I was like, it don't even look good to me. Like, just looking at it, it doesn't even look good. Well, um, so he's over eating, and then Nick goes to the bathroom. And I'm like, I'm thinking in my mind, literally, it's 15 minutes to pass. I was in there deep. And I'm like, what is what is Nick? I didn't want to say nothing because I didn't want to, like, you know. Call him out. Call him out. Like, he, I thought he was in there pooping for real. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> tell me, well, I don't know what caught my attention. I looked up and he had his head poking out of the bathroom door. It was like, I need to go to the hospital. Was like, yeah. My face was, he was like, I, need, I need to go to. He couldn't even talk. He's like, I need to go to the hospital. Was that the I first time like, it happened? Nick? Yeah, never happened before. I I, I uh, ate shrimp my whole life. Yeah, we used to, eat, shrimp. used to eat shrimp all the time. Shrimp is one of my favorite foods, and I ate it that time, and my throat just shut down. It didn't shut down. It swelled up. And I it's went crazy. to the hospital. I, he almost looked like uh, your boy Hitch. Uh, uh, Hitch off of uh, <laughs> with Will Smith when he got stung by that bee. And right? now, now if I eat it, even like if they cook it close to my food, I can uh, feel it in my face. So, so Nick was, you know, Nick he had a friend, uh, an associate that he didn't really want to be around, be seen in public with, right? So, yeah. Was you there with us that day? I don't, no, I wasn't. Nah, I just heard about it. So he has his head out the world on the way home. And he has his head he out the window. We'll and I'm teasing Nick. I'm like, look, we'll take you to the hospital. <laughs> I was like, no. And he's like, no. I'm like, Nick, you're about to die. We'll take you to the hospital. He just didn't want to be seen. Oh, uh, yeah. You he know was like, how, yeah, and plus, you know, when people take you to the hospital, they stay with you for their duration. It's like, yeah, he was like, she's she going to be rubbing on me and trying to comfort me. But anyway, it was just a whole spill, man. And I mean, it was, it was well, probably, it was, a, it was a top five story we got. And, mm. and let me tell you what. So he was willing to die than rather go to the hospital and be be out. Hey, that place got shut down like two weeks later. Oh yeah. no, they had we all when we were in there they had a D rating. Man, they had bad ratings. It was horrible. It was horrible. Because so, they had the buffet, you know, you you just like, oh, we going there. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Plus they just be naming it anything too. I mean, they just come up with these restaurants. I think it was called, called All American Red Dragon. Or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was something. All American Chinese. Look, yeah. You know what? It, it can't be good Chinese. If it's called All American Chinese. You better stay away from it. And Man. they serve American food too. So what's up? Man, let's. Uh, so Nick is uh, Nick. Nick's preaching Sunday. Sunday. Preaching. Yep. What are you preaching yeah. on? I'm preaching out of uh, Matthew five twenty-seven through thirty-two, the Sermon on the Mount, when Jesus says, "It's not just about adultery; it's about." The lust in your eyes. Mm. So it's you about know, the so, heart. So he takes yeah, it further. So, yeah, so a good uh, McNugget I use is what you have your eyes on today will rule your heart tomorrow. Mm. You know, so the things you look at, right, the things that have your attention will eventually wind up having your heart. You know, if you uh, have your eyes on money, your heart will be focused on money. If you have your eyes on women, 
your heart will go in that direction also. Mm. Yeah, so what do they say about um, not just um, your, your heart, but um, about your, the treasure, about how you can find, uh, you know, like if you, if you, where your heart will be, what is the scripture? Uh, your treasure will be also. So uh, the big thing about your, you know, heart, and this is when I'm going to hit on Sunday, is far too many people trust their heart, right? So, oh, yeah. And what I, uh, a, a quote I, I think I use is, butterflies will tell you things that the Bible won't. So Jew's been around FOS a long time, uh, a, a long enough time for, you know, he's met with these people and they say, well, my heart's telling me. You know, uh, Nick, God knows my heart. <laughs> you know, and they convince themselves that it's okay. Yeah. Like they convinced <laughs> themselves that it's actually everything's going to turn out okay. And the problem is, though, the Bible says the heart is deceitful. Yeah, yeah, wicked. The Bible says the heart is wicked. And it's like, no, you don't You don't need to trust your heart. Yeah, I had a client one time, um, was still married. He, I mean, he was still married. So regardless if they were split up or what, but he was still married. But he tried to convince us that, that the Lord was telling him to, to move in with this other girl. Mm-hmm. And he ain't even been in the program, nothing but like nine months. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many of the uh, of the similar stories that I've heard like that. And it's like, why would the Lord tell you to sin or put you in uh, sin's way? How does it end up every time? Oh, fail. Nine times out of – look, put it this way. I can't tell you how many people still come up to me today and say, man, you was right. Yeah. Man. It ain't that I was right. It ain't. I mean, it ain't nothing. I didn't have nothing to do with it. I'm just telling you what, you know, what is common sense uh, when it comes to – what the Lord, I mean, I guess it ain't common sense. Cause it ain't, common sense yeah, ain't common. But you would think it would be, but, um, I mean, like, who, like think about it. Think about how how crazy that would be that you're, that you're in rehab. You've been on drugs for 30 years. One, you think nine months is going to fix it. Man. Two, you think that the Lord is telling you to step out on your wife and move in with another woman. Mm-hmm. And she, the chances are she's probably married too. Like, how would the what makes you think that the Lord would would ordain that? Mm. Like, where do you get that from? I'm gonna tell you. So what 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 I think what happens is is we see it with a lot of guys, right? We see it with they get to a point to where almost they got it under control, and 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 they don't they can't see it. But what it is is it, it's it's a heart condition, right? Yeah. So they want to take God and almost make God fit in their box like so if it if it's good for them or if it's something that that they really want yeah it works for them absolutely so what we talked about i taught class yesterday at fos and one thing we had talked about is one of the biggest failures that men recognize is that the problem is themselves that they're their worst enemy you know so uh when you go all the way back to creation in the fall you know, Adam, what he did when God said, where are you, is he found a way to blame shift. Absolutely. And he said, the woman you gave me. And, you know, I think for far too long, like if I look at my life, I was, you know, a blame shifter. It was always the guard's fault. It was always the people that told on me's fault. It was always a girl's fault, my parents' fault, you know, my brother's fault. It was always someone else's fault than my own. And until I said, Nick, you're the problem, your heart is the problem because – no matter what, I would always find myself in bad situations, whether I was out here, whether I was in jail, 
whether I was with this girl or that girl, I would always find myself in similar situations. Yeah. And the fact is, I was the problem. My heart was the problem. And as, as soon as people could recognize that, you could actually find freedom and to think, I'm the problem. Man. I need the help. Something has to happen um, in a man's life where he no longer is able to point the finger at somebody else. That's right. Man, that's, right? It's, it's something magical happens. Man, it mm-hmm. does. I, I remember, look, it's funny because we weight, all have that, that, that. weight will break you. We all have that point in time where we're like, okay, I finally realized like, it's my fault. I mean, I would, you would hope that everybody gets to that point, but some people never get to that point. I still know people today that's like, oh, if it wasn't for such and such, I wouldn't be in this position now. No, if it wasn't for you and the decisions you've made, you wouldn't be in this position right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's, 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 uh, I mean, I still see it day in and day out, you know, whether recovery or just uh, in the business world, it's just like things didn't start changing until I owned up to my mistakes. Man. Once, once I owned up and said, all right, it's my fault. What am I going to do about it? It was like a paradigm shift. Like, I finally realized that I was taking notes last night and, and um, just thinking about, like, how I blamed everything on my dad, right? Everything mm-hmm. was always my dad, my dad's fault, you know? Um, even, and, at, even at 20-something years old, 30 years old, people still use that. I still, I did. I yeah. used it up until I was 25 years. I didn't even, I was, I had already been through jail, got out. He I, ain't making no decisions for you. Yeah, I know, but yeah. I blamed him. Yeah. So my excuse was he didn't teach me how to be a man or show me the way yeah. how to be a man. Right. So always say, God, it's the parents you gave me. It's the yeah, wife you gave me. that's how it was. And I feel so bad because, you know, um, and I, I regretted it today. I regret it today, but there was a point in time when, when I was in certain sceneries around certain people, I was ashamed mm-hmm. of living in the projects. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing about it is, is my mom did the best she could do. She did the best she could do with what she had. Yeah, I remember Jew would get dropped off up the street. Man, I would get dropped off up the street because yeah. I was too, I mean, the people that we surrounded ourselves with, I always thought that people would look down on me because of where I, because me and Nick, we always hung out with people who were yeah. well off. Yeah, You know what I mean? So, um, you know, we we were like chameleons. We blended in with everybody. Yeah. So um, I couldn't expose myself, especially to like girls, because I felt like they would judge me for who I was or where I live. You know. Yeah. And it hit me, and I was just like, "Shame on you, man!" Because your mom mm-hmm. basically paved this road that you're on with the with her sacrifices. Yeah, and you're sitting here. You're sitting here trying to um, basically act like you're a complete different person. Because you feel ashamed. Oh, I was ashamed. Right. Just... So, real quick, um, I do y'all believe that we are born natural born blame shifters? Like we just have something in us to where it's just easier and it's better. Yeah, just it's to... ultimately a sin. Yeah. I mean, it's it's rooted in us. Yeah, definitely from the fall. Yeah. So, so you see a kid, right? You tell your ki- ask your kid who did this. They immediately blame it on the other kid. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I seen it. Look, uh, so the last uh, softball game we had, I had Lucas play with us, right? And I ain't saying nothing about Lucas because that's I see myself even in him, and God shows me myself so many times through him and the season that he's in in life. He's 18 years old now, so he played softball with us, right? Mm -hmm. Well, he got burned a couple times out in the outfield, but I had, but up until that point, I had worked with him. I had hit balls to him before the game. I had uh, just kind of, you know, just just tried to help him with some some tips on how to not get burned. Mm-hmm. So I told him, you know, the best thing for you to do as an outfielder when you catch a ball, your first step should always be back. Yeah. Well, two batters back to back burnt him because he his first step was what 
Forward. Yeah. Forward, right? So yeah. so he lost the ball and, and got burnt. So I said something to him, and immediately he got defensive and acted like I had done something wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think because – and not to say nothing bad about him because I still do it. I st- we, as grown men, as a grown man, I still do this. I want to say I want to I want to take the blame and I want to put it on anything else but me because when I when I when I blame myself and I say that that it, that I was at fault and I was at cause something has to change inside of me. Yeah. The, but but if I but if I point at anything else, I don't have to take I don't have to take that accountability. Yeah. The big issue is I want to feel good about what I've done and my effort, even if it's wrong. Yeah. So even if it's wrong, I want to feel good, and I don't. If I point the finger at me then all of a sudden I feel bad and I'm the bad person. Right. But it makes me feel good if I have an out and say it's your fault. You know, so even in marriage, it's it makes a, a, a guy feel good if you can say, man, my wife is the is the problem. Is the problem, yeah. You know, she's the problem or, or my job's the problem. Or, and the crazy thing is the list goes on and on and on. It's something else is always the problem. And it's blame, it's blame shifting, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but blame shifting is, I think, you know what? It's the root of, I mean, like, ultimately, it's one of the devil's number one tactics. Oh, it right. is. It is. When you think about it, like, because ultimately when we're in a season of sin, guess what we do? Oh, yeah, blame. We blame mm-hmm. shift. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. Oh, well, uh, if this why are happen- you watching porn? Well, my wife ain't giving me enough attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or why are you gambling? Well, my wife ain't giving me enough attention. Or... Um, you know, whatever the whatever the excuse is, but everything is just uh, 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 another reason for us to put things off so we continue living the way we want to live apart from what God has called us to do. I always like what I, I, Lecrae has a sermon about a house, and he says, if you see a house with weeds overgrown and you see uh, a house that needs stuff is falling apart, he says it's never the house's fault. Man, that's a McNugget it's right there. It's the man's fault. That's a McNugget right there. And what he says is it's this house hasn't been cultivated well. Man. And what I love about it is he said one man will take that house and say, "What? It's the the house is the problem. Yeah. It's a junky house. It's an old house." Another man will beautify that house and say, and it's, say my responsibility. Right. it's my responsibility. It's my responsibility to take care Absolutely. of it. That's what I'm huge on, man, and that's why I appreciate you know what Lewis taught us because we seen it as he was growing up. You know, even though he may not have owned his house, he showed us that you take care of it while you have it, Absolutely. regardless of what it is. And I didn't understand it at the time because I'm like, why are you putting money into something? Oh, that? y'all didn't own that house on 18? No. I thought y'all owned it. Because and he, because he had, a, he yeah, had he that took, mentality of, of like, Man, it, we're, we are going to take care of what we have in this moment. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And gonna, we're going to be good stewards over what God's given us. And I truly believe that if you are in a season where you're wanting to go to a next season, if you are not – uh, being a good steward over what God's given you and taking care of what he's blessed you with with excellence, how could you ever expect to go to the next season? That's right. Yeah, you got to own up to it, You dog. know what I'm saying? Just like, a, just like a new car. It's it's the new car feeling. It's I want a new car, but, you know, if I had a new car, I would take care of it a lot better. You always tell guys that. No. That's what I always tell guys. They're always like, well, what's my purpose, Nick? Where's God leading me? Well, just do be faithful with what is in front of you right now. Like, just do, be excellent in what you're doing right now. Just, you know, like uh, one thing, uh, even in sports, it's like, okay, if you ain't getting clocked, 
do the best when they put you in. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. know, do the best when you get your shot. Do Man. the best when you get your opportunity. How do you play when they call you to come in on third down? And some yeah. people wait. They, they think I'll kick it up once the coach sees me. Yeah, yeah. Or, or they I, didn't give me enough time to prepare. Yeah, yeah once they didn't I give me, an, it's always an excuse, yeah. right? Once I start, I'll show. I'll show out. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? But 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 I didn't see you show out whenever they called you in and they needed you on kickoff. Exactly. Or practice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. That's exactly we and and that's it's just all about us being a man and almost having to fight this boy inside of us from birth. Yeah. And yep. that boy is sin. Even right? still today, like I mean, we still we still suffer from the same, like we still have those same tendencies. Oh, that's what I'm saying. So like, all throughout our life, as a man, and uh, Devon Franklin does a very good job with explaining this. He said, inside of every man is a dog or a king, and you're feeding either one of them. So as a boy, you see us. You, we we like to play with toys. We like to man, you know. We like to be the center of attention. We like to uh, we like to cause havoc. We like man. We love that. We love feeding the dog inside of us. But what has to happen? And this is what we was talking about earlier: is that shift has to take place, where we no longer are able to reach or blame outside forces. But for the first time in our life, we had to take a look at the man in the mirror. And just like this quote, man, and I sent this to y'all the other day, it said, and this is a hard punch in the mouth, it said, man, if your wife is lifeless, uncommitted to the Lord, spiritually um, unfit and ineffective in her role as a wife, you need to consider not what is wrong with her, but but rather what is your role in her being in that state. That's right. It doesn't all fall on you, just as it's not Jesus' fault, you aren't moving forward spiritually. But you must think long and hard about whether you have truly died to yourself enough to empower your wife to the glory of Jesus. And that, man, when I read that, I was just like, wow. As a man, like, it's my responsibility for the things that go on in my house. Yeah. It's my responsibility to pour into my wife. It's my responsibility to hit my knees for my wife. And I think far too often the enemy will use... God, what's wrong with her? Like, if she could just get it together, man, we Blame would be shifting. so much more happier. Like, Blame shifting. If she could just stop complaining, we would just be so much more happier. Why does she always do this? And it comes down to what Rob just says is I want to blame shift so I feel good about so me. So I feel better. And it takes – and it takes – what it does is it takes the work and it takes the responsibility out of your hands. That's right. Because if I can say, well, man, it's Jew's fault. He's the one over here doing this. Yep. It takes all responsibility away from me. Yep. And I can continue on being comfortable like I've been. That's I don't right. have to put in any work. That's right. I don't have to. I don't have to. Because I can just stay the same. I, I can stay the same. So why, why, why wouldn't I? Yep. Because it's easier. That's right. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you say, look, I'm going to choose to love her. In such a way, because what Nick read, man, that is that's deep, and it almost makes you—you you have no other choice but to take a look at yourself in a situation like that. Oh yeah, you have. So it's easier for me to say, man, she's tripping. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what she's going through. Oh yeah, but I'm good. Yeah. But one thing that I've realized is, if she ain't good, how do you say that you're good? Because she's a part of you. That's right. That's like saying that your kid. And I'm not saying, just like Nick said, it's not Christ's fault when 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 we choose to go out here and wild out. Mm-hmm. We have a we have free will. Our kids, they're going to reach a certain age where they have to start making their own decisions. I'm not. They are, they're probably going to mess up, right? 
Yeah. But our jo- our job is to co- still continue to show them the right way, to yeah. to love them through it. They're not that still doesn't make them less of a kid, but at the same time, you almost have to take a look at it as a parent and say, "I've I've taught you better than this." It's That's almost right. like saying, um, "I'm trying to explain it." Well, just being content with, I did my job. I did so, my right, right, right. So they're they're 18. My job's done. So one thing that I I, I love to tell my wife. When That's we, a good way to explain when it. When we argue or when we fight is. You know, sometimes we wait for the other person to apologize before we apologize, right? right? Or sometimes we wait till, you know, they do something before we do something. One thing as men that, hey, I just want to make sure that I do my job. Yeah. And, you know, I apologize. And even right or wrong, like there's a quote I love, it says, who cares who wins the argument if you lose the heart, right? That's right. So as men, sometimes our pride can get in the way of loving our wives or our pride can get in the way of, you know, a, a job situation or a life situation because we don't want to accept the responsibility in the part that we played in it. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, like even you know, if an argument gets real bad at home, it, it usually boils down to, no, it was her. Or she'll say, no, it was him. Well, hold on. It takes two to argue, and it took two to get it to that level. Right. And as a man, if I would have pulled back, if I would have said, oh, let's pray about this, let's talk about this, I'm sure that we would have had a totally different result. Yeah. And I think a lot of times the reason why we don't do that is because it t- makes us take a look at ourselves. That's right. You know what I'm saying? It makes you take a look at yourself and analyze, like, what is in me to where I can't say I'm sorry? Yeah. Or to where I can't just be like, look, let's end this. And I think that's why sometimes, like, I remember, like, pain is good. Like, I remember when Drew, he went up to the um, football camp in Chicago, and he just thought he was just going to um, – Use his God-given rumble, t- young man, rumble. Yeah, he oh, I did for about ten minutes. Use his God-given talents to make the team. The coaches was over, like, hmm, okay, okay. Uh, he was beast mode. Jew, and then guess uh, what happened, Rob? Cramp, collapsed, fully collapsed, full body cramps. Jew beast mode this dude that played at USC and just ran right through him. But that's where pain. Jude looked oh, yeah. in the mirror and said, "I wasn't ready." Like, but we, it, it we, didn't. It didn't change me though. Yeah, man. It, it took. It took me like. Getting hit with that same pain, mm. like over the and over rejection. and over and over. Yeah, hey, over and over. And what it did, yeah. life has showed you throughout your entire life. Think about this: it showed you that you ain't put in the work. Yeah. Absolutely, that you have expected results that you have been unwilling to put the work in for. Absolutely, that's why. I, that's why I knew that one day I would never be a good father because I never put in the work to be a good Man, father. Anything. What about a good husband? Good. I mean, either or. And but yeah, I mean, Jew people don't like hearing that. Like I remember when Jew first started saying, "Like, man, I'm a junkie," or "I was a junkie." And people got offended by that. Uh, my and own people, family got offended people by People didn't that. like Jew saying that. Yeah. My own family didn't like that. They was like, you wouldn't like it. And I'm, and I'm well, look at the videos. Right. <laughs> There's a video on YouTube that you can see wide open how far I got out. You know, and people heard the story. People know. Like, there's a lot of people that know, like, how far, like, I got into addiction. People don't like uh, it, though, do they? No, nah, man. They don't. They don't. They just don't like it. They don't like it. Because they, I mean, a lot of people. It's because they didn't. They never seen me that way. Though we were, we weren't like the best kids. We still wasn't the kids that you would ever thought that would be strung out yeah. on pills and whatever Xanax, ecstasy, selling drugs, and just doing the wildest stuff. But um, you know, that's what happens once you, you know, when you, when you, when you don't own up to the mistakes in your life. It doesn't do anything but get worse. Well, I think we just live in a culture. 
where people like to be pacified, right? Oh yeah. Like I remember when Jew would say I'm a junkie or or I was a junkie or I was a bad father and like that would rub people the wrong way. Yeah. Because we live in a culture that doesn't accept responsibility and they don't want to hear the truth. That's what it is. Just like when that guy told Jew, Hey, you love drugs more than your kids? That was a smack in the face. Oh yeah. Well help. But me. that was a dose of reality. So he when he asked me, he so he posed a question like, uh, did you love your kids while you was out there? You know what I mean? Like, Rob, did you love your kids when you was out there? Man, everybody thinks that you we did. I'm saying, did you love your kids when you was out there like now, I mean, now on the outside, on the other side of it, I know that there's no way that that was love. Yeah, that was. But love. yeah, but but think but about how crazy. When that I was is. in it, I would That's tell a hard you. Question, ain't it? I, yeah, I, look, I, I look, would tell. Look, he even trying to sidestep me for no, a second. Look, I would tell you shifting. when I'm in, in it. Heart, I would heart, tell you, yeah. right? I would tell you I'm doing it because I love them. Mm. I know, but what I'm saying is, do you think you loved your kids? When you there's was no out way. There? How how can you say that you love your kids if you're willing to risk your freedom? That's what I, that's the point that he made to they me. They ran up on you. It was profound. <laughs> Look, I said that in his I, own testimony. He shared his life. I shared shit. that in my own testimony, and, and me and Nick had been talking about it because I didn't share it much. But Nick's like, you need to tell people that stuff. Yeah. And I told it at this conference we had, and literally, let me tell you what, people were coming up to me afterwards, and they were mad. <laughs> they were like, "How dare you say that? I know I love my kids. My addiction wouldn't allow me." Uh, uh, some about my addiction wouldn't allow me the to. Disease took uh, the over. disease took over, and there was no way possible I could have uh, got right. I said, "The difference is, is if somebody had a knife or a gun to your gun to your kid's head, and they said, and they followed you around, they said, if you use drugs again, I'm gonna blow your kid's head off. I bet you wouldn't right. do it. Yeah, look, I bet it would change back to it. I have a right. choice, right? So once I said that, you know, uh, I had a few people very angry, but later on, once again. It was like you was right. Man, you know, then people like, came up to you when I, they yeah. went through it. Truth's like a lion, right? You just let it out. You just let it out. You just let it out and let the lion argue. do his job. You ain't got to argue truth. It's just like what Victor Dunn tells me. He told me, if you love your kid, you will get healthier. If you love your kid, you will do what you can not to be a diabetic. If you love your wife, if, if you, you love your husband. And it came down to a choice. That he, yeah. he said, hey, if you want to live a long life with your wife and kids, You'll start exercising. Absolutely. You'll start eating better. You'll start doing that. And it, look, it's a choice. Like, if I just kept eating pizzas and everything else and all this stuff, that's a choice of yeah. me not loving my family. Man. But also to that, like, it's if saying you, I love food more than I love mm -hmm. being with them. I that's love the same this. thing. With, with, like, if you say you love your wife or you love your husband, but you're continuing to step out on them, even if it's a, mm -hmm. not a, even if it's just a, a communication where you're, where you're, what do they call it, like a, uh, uh, where like when you have a relationship, but it's not like it's not sexual, sexual. Uh, what do they call it? It's just know. a. Um, <laughs> I was just gonna say non-intimate. I call it cheating. <laughs> yeah. I call it cheating too. I call but it, I'm saying I you call, can't. I call it you trying to get cut. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like <laughs> you can't say that you fully love somebody. If you're doing that, because right. if you really love somebody, you wouldn't do that. You know that's what I mean? Right. Like, and that's the thing about it is, I think most people's perception on uh, on what real truth is, or what real love is, um, or what on what real acceptance is, is 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 distorted. That's right. Bizzle got a song that talks about love. It talks about what love is, and it talks about what love ain't. I remember when Brad Rhodes, man, he punched me in the mouth. He didn't like we said something, and he was like, "Do you, man? Do you love your wife?" And, you know, we're like, yeah. like I'm like, man, I love my wife more than anything. Yeah. And he's like, well, why wouldn't you be able to take your wife on a date once a week? 
And then, you know, immediately, oh, I got kids and we got Oh, yeah, this. you got excuses to yeah, put up. Yeah, and blame life shift. And life and this and that. But it really, it's a blame shift because, like he said, if you love your wife like you say you do, you will pencil in her on your calendar like you do everything and else. And that's what I was about to say, like, if, if you was And vice on, versa. If, I and, by, and I'm not saying it to make to make anything feel better. Well, as men, because though, as we men, lead the you way. should. But at the same time, women, there ain't nothing wrong with you scheduling a night for you to take care of your man. Yeah, you mean I'll tell you, nothing makes your husband more like a real husband. I'm saying like a real a man that is being a that husband. That's being a husband. There is nothing like a woman that pursues and desires her husband. I'm telling you, if you pursue and desire your husband. And, and and support him and encourage him. He will move mountains for you. Oh, he will. He will he, truly I'm create the you, world and pull the moon down. He will literally die for you. Oh, no, you know that's what I mean? A, that's not, I'm t- and I think that a lot of times what happens is they're like, I mean, well, he's here. He's good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, man? If you go, if you go, just take an extra inch, and man. Put some effort into what into your husband and get to know him. Go before him and set something out that he normally grabs. Yeah. yeah. Well, but also, too, that, 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 that hits me is, like, a lot of times, either men or women, we always were so selfish that it's like, I got to live. It's time for me to live my life. Mm. But think about how selfish that is. Yeah. Think about uh, how, yeah. I mean, really, that, I mean, in a way, that's almost that's almost worse than blame shifting. You know what I mean? Be, I mean, it's, it's along the lines because you're not willing to – you're not willing to. Yeah, that's not what marriage is. Yeah, I, exactly, and you're not willing to address the main issue. That's what it is. Marriage is literally laying your life down for the for the complete other person, and yeah. I know that that may sound bad and it hurts because it takes effort. But your job is to make sure that your your spouse feels loved. And let, let's make a statement. And you're, speaking, really. and you're speaking their love language. <laughs> well, like we're not perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're yeah, striving to to get there and be. Who we need to be. So uh, disclaimer, like like we're trying our best. Yeah, to be I'm, who we need we're to speaking be to ourselves, you know, and so. that's the thing is because man, a lot of times they get so frustrated because you're like, man, I'm trying to do everything I can, it still ain't working. You know what what's going on with her? But here's another thing is you don't hear too many people speaking to the wives and telling them, look, you need just like you said, you you need to pursue your husband. Yeah. What What is the last thing that you've done for your husband to where you know without a shadow of a doubt your husband felt love through what you just did? Yeah, it's crazy, man. And vice versa. For, for 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 us as husbands, what is the last thing for our wives to where we know without a shadow of a doubt they felt loved? Because that's exactly how it should be. Marriage is not a, um, you know, it, it's not a, well, we get into this um, routine and we're just doing life. No, you should be actively pursuing and making sure that your spouse feels loved. That's right. As a husband, wife, as 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 a wife, you should be actively seeking that at all times your husband feels respected. Oh, right? Yeah. What's that quote I sent you the other day? Oh, about um, um a woman that loves her husband, he will grow in love. Uh, and no, he will. She will uh, grow in love in yeah. loving. A, a man that loves his wife, she'll grow in loving, and a, a woman that respects his husband, her husband, will grow. Will grow in respectability. That's right. And I just think it, you know, like the big, the big issue I always think though is, I think although a wife uh, should be, um, you know, hey, it ain't always on the man. 
Ain't nothing wrong it, with grown it, man gifts. It is on the man to set the tone. You know, like Jonna said something the other night. She was like, hey, we, you know, we ain't went on a date in a while. And in my mind, we had been on a date, though. Like, you know, like we went to Longhorns uh, the other day um, after church. But it, it's just life happens, you know. Like we took in a new, we took in our nephew. You know, there ain't that many uh, babysitter options. It's like, hey, life happens. But at the same time, have I put in forth the effort? Right. To get a babysitter. Have I mm-hmm. sacrificed to take her on a date? Have I laid my life down like Jesus laid his life down for the church? And I just think as men, we have to look in the mirror again and say, not what's wrong with my wife, what's wrong with me. Yeah, because it's easy to shift the blame. It's easy to say, well, man, you know, I'm, I'm doing everything I can, but she still ain't doing it. Speak yeah. life. If you cultivate, hey, if you, if you cultivate it. <laughs> What? John is on her, uh, I ain't had a date in five months. Man, my comments ain't even showing up. With kids, that's not a date. What's heaven talking about? Take care. But that's what I'm saying, though. Like, man, it is convicting because you hear, like, people like Brad Rose. He said, like, man, I ain't missed a date night in my wife in 15 years. Man, that's convicting. Once a week. He said, look, it's on my schedule. He said, it's on my schedule. He said, just like you would put a meeting with the president on your schedule. Yeah. And you wouldn't miss it. That's how you don't need to miss a date night with your wife. Man. And, man, it it changes your perspective of, like, even when they said you had to pay for grace marriage, you know what I thought? I was like, yeah, we ain't going to be going to But that's what they said. Because we don't like doing things that cost us. Yeah, heaven, thanks for coming and babysitting tonight. Thank you. Man. Ah, Jill's doing date night tonight. We doing date night tonight. Dang, Jill, y'all going on date night tonight? Man, I don't know. We might fly to the moon. Grown man, get man. Jill and Heaven do different date nights. They go to Vegas date nights, Miami date night. That's what you can do when you got when you Mister One and Eight Hundred. When you Mister One and Seven Billion. That's a different life. Hey, listen. Yeah, you got Rolls Royces. She was with me shooting in the gym. You know, when you got somebody that's with you shooting in the gym, you gotta go. You gotta. You got to drop the bag. I mean, I was just thinking about this last night. Where like, are we going tonight, Jonna? When, when you, when, look, <laughs> there's nothing, like, seriously, when you see another part, when you see the other person and they was with you when you was down and out. That's right. Man. And, and they loved you for you when you had nothing else to give. Mm-hmm. Hey, when you get to that peak, like, you know, you got to take them with you. You got to you got to show appreciation. Don't give it. I'll get it. Our marriage is not perfect and right. not where it should be. I know. But it also has to be it both also, people going in the same direction. Absolutely. So you can't get there and then and then and then you're 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 10 steps back, right? Because yeah. mm-hmm. you you have to you have to oh, walk it. Took, it. it took some years for I mean I'm, I'm I'm the difference is is I was in friends and centers for so long. So it took her a, a while to catch up and I mean there's still areas that I mean she knows that she Needs to work on just like there's areas I need to work That's on. That's right. You know? mm-hmm. So it's just as long as we're moving in a, a progressive uh, fashion that we are progressing towards uh, being the couple that God intended us to be. As long as that stock is like that, huh? Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's, just, like, it's just like a stock. It's down and up, down and up, down. There just but as long be as you're on a, when you take a when you take when you look back and look at the bigger picture. It's it, it may retrace a few times, but it, it's still going up. That's right. That's right. So, we may not be yeah. 
where we want to be, but thank God we ain't where we used to be. Oh, absolutely. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? Because there was once a time in my life where my kids. Now, 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 now. Yesterday when she spent $70 on some nails. Oof. I was you a, got I was it? A, no, it ain't, it ain't about that. Dude, she deserves about, it. Listen, 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 listen. If, if listen. you bought her $70 get your, nails, get your hair done today. But that's not just. You need to make listen, sure that you, your husband feels love. But listen, listen, what I'm saying is, it's not the fact that the nails are 70 but I, and I shouldn't. I know some people say I'm, I'm petty, but you are. If you tell me your nails are sixty dollars, oh yeah, then they better uh, that's be sixty dollars. Now, now we got to check the heart because hey, that's they ain't what sixty. Did to me, Jew. She that's said, what Amy be doing. She said all I need is fifty for the ten in bed package. <laughs> By the time it got done, it was ninety six. Yeah. I was like, like, how we go? This is what we agreed on. It's just hey, like uh, business deals. I'll be like, Amy, how much was it? You know how it could be like two fifty eight. Yeah, she'd be like, oh, it was two dollars. I'm like, no, it ain't two dollars. If it's two ninety nine, it's like, two ninety nine. Yeah, it was, was two dollars and something. Yeah, some you know what I'm saying? Trying to downplay Man, it. Yeah, that's exactly what Jonna did to me about the tanning bag. Oh, you was told. That's she was what like, I'm Nick, saying. it's just forty five, Nick, for the month. 45. Look at the sign, Nick. They said you can free all year. <laughs> she was like, I ain't even got to sign up for the package. If you put the extra bonus session on there, you get five years for free. By the time she got done, it was ninety six. I was like, Jonna, how did it double? Like, yeah. Because so, I felt bad. I was like, oh, yeah, you deserve it. Go get it, whatever you want. Go get Man, it. the rubber making that's, it rain. But that's what I'm saying. Like, when we think, like, so I think, too, is, is it's a fine balance because, you know, when you, uh, for me, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm, a, I'm all for spoiling my wife. Jew's cheap. But if you tell, Rob, I ain't cheap. Jew, you are. Nah. The How you gonna tell me I'm cheap? You ain't, you ain't, you ain't cheap. The difference is. How you, am I cheap, Rob? The difference is if she would have told him it was 70, every every year, every year apart from vacations, every single year, I at least spend ten ten thousand dollars on dates. Ooh, I tell me you. I don't. I see ten thousand or more. Dang, Last man. year was like fifteen thousand dollars on dates. Dang. Wow. So Ooh. I mean, like we spent five grand in Tampa, just going to Tampa for three Ooh, days. No, I'm not bragging. I'm not saying. I'm just saying though. Jonna, don't be listening to this. Like, man, man. Jonna said, "Keep talking, <laughs> and I'll book a hair and nail appointment." I'm just man. saying though, like, but it's because of, I mean, I, I look at it, and she it's not the pool appointment. Look, here's the, here's the reason why I do that. It's because everything else in my life is lined mm-hmm. up. My bills are paid. I tithe the church. I give, mm-hmm. I give, I give. Yep. And I mean, I, like, I'm not bragging about it. I'm just saying, like, I do. Many different acts. I'm saying, so, uh, why wouldn't I spend that much on my life partner? Man, that's I know, She that's can vouch right. for She'll tell you. Like, I, I she did. knows. So, you are, you are proud of her $70 nails? It don't hurt you? It hurts because it's not really agreed <laughs> on. Because it wasn't, it wasn't, just, it wasn't, it wasn't 60 I, I like you it. said. I get it. Because I didn't get to where I'm at either by just l- l- letting the flow go. Like I'm That's a, right. I'm, I'm a, I'm a. Okay, it doesn't matter you if I have be a million dollars, if I have thirty million, if I have thirty dollars. Yeah. Be a wise story. When I see something, I'm, a, I'm a price checker. <laughs> I'm a price checker. So whenever I go places, it doesn't matter what it is. I don't care if I have a million dollars in the bank, a hundred thousand, thirty million. I'm still going to check the price on a Jill, piece I of gold. She said that was a tip. We didn't talk about tips. You should have got the fifty dollar nails and then gave a ten dollar tip. For at the end of a season. That ain't what we agreed on. Hey Julie, here's what I'm like. First I paid you to do the nails. Now I gotta I paid you a good price. I paid to you. Do the now I gotta give you a tip. Hey, that's how, oh, man. Hey, so there's gratuity doing nails? Sometimes I feel like it at the barbershop. I'm like, look, I already paid thirty five. <laughs> hey man. I took look. hey, I took my I took three girls the other day, got their nails done. Ooh. Oh, so you you wanna oh. talk about being huh. 
Oh, it was a lot. Hey, I'm like already paid. It was 30, a lot. Thirty-five, and, and, and they all got the little stones too. It was a lot. Ooh. Okay, Rob. Imagine taking four of your kids into the Harry Potter store. I already done it. Oh no 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 no! Oh, so you you bought them all cloaks and bought them wands? No, it was just hand to hand. No, I'm talking to all my they, kids. They all didn't like the Harry Every Potter. Every single one of them wanted a Harry Potter cloak. I mean, look, I'm just I'm just saying, but though it's, he I'm said, not. She said he price checked my float at the same place I. Got. <laughs> I, I sure did. She bought a she bought a float for uh, she bought what a float for float? Wesley. One of them floats. What kind of float? Well, you know the float the that you float in the water. Oh. <laughs> Hey, what's Drew calling the stores on? <laughs> no, we was checking out, and she stepped out, and I was like, All right, let me check his price. Look, here's the difference How much between- was the flow? Oh, it was like six, seven, five, five, eight. Drew, I thought you get it for uh-huh. free. Okay, tell me women don't do this. Tell me women don't do this. Rob, when you go to the store and you spend money, there's two things that you know. One is you know exactly how much you spend. Oh, yeah, I got to figure it out in my head. Man. You know how Me much too. you're going to spend, your oh, limit, yeah. and how much you spent on what you bought. Man. So before you go into the store, we have a price set of what we're going to spend before That's we right. go. So you done it up before in your we, head? Before we do anything, we have a, like a, a, like a mental right. budget, like, right? I ain't going over that. I, guess, I ain't going I got, over this. I got six items. I'm going to spend about 70. Exactly. All right. So we have this mental note in our head that, hey, look, this is what I'm going to spend. And when we leave the store, we know exactly what we spent. Nine times out of ten, I'm gonna be able to tell you to the cent exactly how much I spent. I hope so. Why you is got a that, receipt? No, even if I don't, I'm saying if I'm not looking at the receipt, I'm just saying I'm I'm aware of it. That's right. I'm aware. I got my you. wife. If I go to the store and I don't have the receipt in my pocket, my wife says how much you spent. I'm gonna say two hundred sixty-four dollars. That's right. And thirteen wow. cents. You gonna tell me you don't know that? Nah, not I exactly. Do. How I much do. was your How much was your truck transmission? I know. Uh, how much was your truck transmission? <laughs> he knows. Tell me right now. He knows. That's a different no, story. No, it ain't. Oh, no, it ain't. How much was your truck transmission? That's a little different. No, tell me. That's a little different. Look, see what I'm saying? What I, I hear? Here's no, what I no, no. Tell you look, what answer I my question real quick. What was your truck transmission? That's different than going to get some Just tell me the price. No, I don't want to. It's sick. Because he's hurting about it, but he knows that price. Here's how I'm on money. The girl at Dairy Queen this morning said I gave you my discount. I had I looked at my account. I'm not seeing how much the discount was. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. The meal. So, I was like, oh, that was a, that was a good discount. Twenty. So one thing I've done though to start helping me is I just I just I just I've been rounding it up. Like if it's two sixty, I just be like, I spent three hundred. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's fine for you, but at least you're aware of it. That's right. Why is it that nine times out of ten, when my wife goes and buys something, it doesn't matter what it is. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't even know. We mean you don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I gave you four hundred dollars or three hundred dollars. What's that mean? How much did you spend? I don't know. The change is in my purse. Is it like half the change? You got $200 in the that's change? That's what I'm trying to tell you. Lifestyles that are rich and the famous. That, no, Man, that's not lifestyles that are rich and the famous. No, that's not. That's different. Because I'm stressing. Nick. No. Hey, she got a piggy bank full of nothing. So you're telling me your wife don't do that when you ask her how much did you spend? And she's hey, like, I don't yes. know. Yeah. Or, Johnny uh, usually texts me though because she knows I'm on the money that like that. Hey, uh, okay. I'm gonna tell you this how I do. When we get new uh, like Christmas tree ornaments and stuff, I'd be like, "Look, how much is it gonna be for everything? Just, I just need one total price. It need this better be a nice Christmas tree. Once we get done, I used to be real cheap, so I gave her a hundred dollars one time. I said, "Look, go make it happen." <laughs> I said, "Go make it happen." Well, she right? said, "You are." Look, I'm telling talk you. Talk about me being cheap. I gave her. This was this was ten years ago. No, but I'm saying still, you talking about our me first being Christmas cheap. tree that we ever done. <laughs> But what I'm saying is, is yeah, uh, so, absolutely. So, I'm, I'm the same way though. So whenever I, uh, whenever I give her the money, I'm expecting her to not just get what she said she went for. 
Look, but also, another like, thing. go ahead and keep another 20 to put in your gas tank. You know what I'm saying? It's man. on you to make it. Oh, so you want that money to stretch. Man, you better make that money work. I'm like Smokey's Mom on Friday. You better man. make it happen. Man. You know what I'm saying? Look, you better make it. Look, so think about this. If you keep having $400 to go grocery shopping, and she goes, she because she's conservative, you're going to be mad if she takes 100 of them and gets her hair done? Say, yeah. uh, I'm just looking at. Hey, I'll tell y'all. Look, Libby I'll tell and Bub just spent $40 at Walmart on the card. Man, I'll tell y'all a funny story. Last year, John, she card. kept sending me. I know, I seen that. <laughs> she kept sending me uh, two. She kept sending me this Christmas setup. It was for the mantle. Nick, we'll never need another one for 10 years. Man, this thing came in a box. I wanted to Maybe kick it over. You know. It was the ugliest. It didn't even look like the pictures. I was like, see, I told you. It was a wish.com order. Yeah, it was. She was like, Nick, it was supposed to be fluffy. It was supposed to be a big set. Man, hey. thing, it looked like a $3 uh, yard sale set up. Oh, man. I said, don't even put that up. And that's what she was like. Oh, no, Nick. I All right, so I'm going to ask the question again. Jew, so if he, if you give heaven $400 to go grocery shopping, and because she does such a good job at going to get groceries for the Jew next two that, weeks. Jew wants that change. Right? right? No, no, no. But then she just, she 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 pockets the 100 and, and the next day, go get her hair done. So let's say she, she with $300, she still gets the same amount of groceries that's going to last ain't because no, she's going to prepare the meals. Ain't no pocketing in my house. That's stealing. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know. Hey, steal. That's what I said. <laughs> Man, nah, you did good. Hey. Stealing. Because then you just took me from 400 to 500. No, you stealing. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So as long as we communicated, <laughs> listen. As long I'm as we, proud of you. As long as we communicate it and it's in the timeline of the budget. You can't be blindly just keeping money. Yeah, you can't just be blindly spending money like that. I'll be like, so so how much money is in your purse that you got left over? She'll be like, I don't know, count it. I'm like, no, I need to know. Like, you need to tell you me. You should know. You should feel How it. much money you spent. You, yeah. should, you should feel the negative but, 250 but, that you just spent. So spent. there's two things that, that goes along with that. And one thing's a good thing, though. But the other thing is, is like a curse. It's a bad thing. Is I'm grateful we're in a position to where money is not an issue. And we don't like we're not tr- so tripping on. I'm, gotta, I'm not mm-hmm. tripping on it to where I'm just like I'm stressed. I, I mean, I get stressed out. We need that 140 heaven. No, for for sure. Look, right, look when she when she does makeup, <laughs> Jews on it. How much? She makes 300, 400 dollars <laughs> in a day. Did she give it to you? I'll be I'll be looking at her like uh, I'll be looking at her. <laughs> Look, when she walk in the door, when she walk in the door, I'll be looking at Ke- I'll be looking at her like Kevin Samuels when somebody asks a stupid question. <laughs> when she walks in. She cuts does she give it to you? Oh, oh absolutely. She does. does. She? she pays bills. That's I what she does. I remember Jew was like one time. I remember. But used to she would keep it. How much did you charge? Look, if you make your own money, you should never ask me to get your money. No, hair no, done. listen, listen. She used to I, this was years ago, but so <laughs> she would spend our money and then keep her money. And wow. I said, no. Nah, look. Uh, I mean, you was getting pimped. No, no, I mean Rob. It wasn't like she wasn't spending it on like she was spending on gas in her car or, groceries or, something. or yeah, she might buy the kids something. It's not like she was just, uh, uh, just like tricking, just buying random stuff like Starbucks every day. No, she was spending on stuff that we needed. Which, like she, my wife knows one hundred percent. We're both we laugh about it. We're both open about it. Like my wife has she she loves to spend money. Like she is she thinks she's I used to my joke with too. her and call her Kim Kardashian. Sure. She thinking like we live like the, the Kardashians. My, my wife too. Yeah. No, I mean that's just how. But so I'm grateful that we are Man. in a position to where like we can laugh about it and we're like that we're in a position to where you know we're not hurting for money. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I'm great. Like I, I appreciate 
what the Lord has given me, but also in that, the Lord has is we have to be a good steward of what the Lord has blessed us with. Right. So yes, when I go to the store, I'm counting it down to a cent. Yes, if I see a pack of gum and it's two dollars and eighty eight cent, and I'm like. That's a little high. I'm not gonna buy it. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to the meat and breath stinking and everything. Yeah, see, I ain't. Or I'll buy the twenty. I'd rather buy the thirty five cent experiment gum. See, to me, that's almost like uh, you know how people drive all the way across town to save ten cents on a gallon of gas. That don't add up to me. You know what I'm saying? So Uh, it adds up to me. I don't know if I've just. I will. I did did yesterday. If I just went through a transition to where like just some things I don't even. If you want the gum, get the gum. You know what I'm saying? It ain't gonna kill us. Uh, well, because uh, the only reason why I changed my mindset on that is because Nick turned me on something about Eric Thomas and how, you know, they were talking about, like, you know, we're embedding. Like, we're not broke. Stop saying we're broke. That's what I'm saying. So We're if not you, cheap. Stop saying so, we're cheap. So, if you tell, so, think about this. Think about what it did when all we knew was Dr. Thunder and Mountain Holler. Listen. Like, we, we thought that that was, and I'm not saying that that's bad or that's not normal, yeah, right? Don't bring that to mind. Or, or, but what I'm saying is, is like, man, if if, if, if if Mountain Dew cost 75 cent more for a 12-pack than Mountain Holler, and I'm sure it's a little bit more. Don't get it. I'm, it may be $1.50, $2 more. But, man, come on. Is that, is that $2? I, I used you? to prefer the cheap stuff over the, uh, that's over the real you, stuff. That's because that's what we was used to. Now, it hurts your throat. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> what nah, we was look, used to. Look, have you ever had the cream sodas, the cheap cream sodas? Uh-uh. It don't go down They right. hit different. Hey, if you get a, uh, a fake Coke Zero, it don't even go down right. That's what I'm saying. Oh, man. yeah, that's like, different, it, though. You it, can't do like how it. It'll burn a hole in your throat. It does something to the kids when they go in there and they see all the name brand cereal. I mean, I'm not saying that it makes that big of a difference. No, baby, we got to get Count Dracula. You know what I'm saying? Look, Ch- yeah. Chocolate Count Dracula. That's why Lewis put all the uh, cereal in the clear container. Oh, so we, so we would see it, but we wouldn't know the name of it. That's one thing my dad did. He never bought the cheap cereal. <laughs> he <laughs> never. Because he, he was in there eating it. He, no, he bought it for us. But, no. But, but you knew if you, you know you how better. you went over somebody else's house and you seen all the name brand cereal sitting up there and they had like eight different varieties. No, nah, there wasn't many people. I didn't hang around people like that. Man. I mean, the people that we hung around with, we didn't we didn't get to eat. We didn't get to go to. Okay, one time we was in Bowling Green, and we went to this doctor's house uh, through my cousins. Uh, they they were best friends with this kid that had got caught breaking yeah. into this doctor's house. Yeah. Um, so this kid got caught breaking into this doctor's house. The doctor ended up adopting him. Wow. Oh, it's crazy. So what they would do is he would come back, and they would let him pick up 10 kids in the neighborhood. Wow. And we would go and swim, and, and look, they had a movie theater. Listen, this was... Probably the first mansion I've ever been in. Where was this at? This is in Bowling Green. The first oh, mansion okay. I've ever been in. Look, when we went in their kitchen and opened up their pantry, their pantry was the size of my bedroom. They had a real pantry. Look, you know how when you hear the like when you uh like in some of the cartoons when you open up the box and it's like, Whoa! <laughs> That's how <laughs> she was like, Go in the pantry, get whatever you want, get whatever snacks I want. Man, I opened up that door and it was like the light just shined on. It was like, Whoa! And I seen literally they had boxes of cereal. They had Pop-Tarts. They had snacks, like in order, like you was at Walmart. You know how it's just like all around and all it's in order? It's crazy, though, how the definition of, like I remember going to a friend's house when I was a kid, and they had a fridge in the garage, and he had all his Gatorade oh, and yeah, stuff. Oh, and the Pops, um, and I was like, Brandon Greenwell, Kevin so Neal. Do you believe, Greenwell, yeah. do you believe they had all that? Who knew who it was? So do you believe that that makes a kid feel different? Absolutely. Wow. It does matter. Let them it go to your matter. house and then let them go to let 
them be at their house. Look, right, you go from drinking you know, Dr. Pop. Rob, they used to say, hey, the garage is unlocked. Anytime you walk by here, just go ahead and grab, yeah, you know, your you want. I used to be like, it's different. Look, that's look, what I'm saying. When, even whenever you I was still a freshman. Good when you show up to games with Gatorade. When I was a freshman in high school, Justin Mears' parents used to take us All every Friday in eighth grade. He used to, seventh grade, eighth grade, and ninth grade, they used to take us to get something to eat every single Friday and before the game. it didn't have to be the dollar menu or not? Look, <laughs> man, I remember when they told saying. me, I was like, um, uh, and I'm sitting here waiting because, you know, they're paying. I'm like, I'm asking, like, what do I need to order? Like, oh, get what you want. Get whatever you want. <laughs> what does that mean? Look, I'm like, what? what? does that mean? you giving me options? What? I, but when it you was like, what do you want? Uh, give me the triple Wendy's uh, <laughs> burger, fries large. No wonder why some of the times I was – I was lethargic in the basketball game. I ate 5,000 calories. But before. think about at a young age, our definition of wealth. And man. Like, all I viewed it, I was like, man, you got a fridge in the garage with pops and Gatorades and stuff. And really, like, you look at that now, that's nothing. Like, that's listen, nothing. I, think about this, though. I never remember one time where me, my mom, my dad, and my brother went out somewhere and ate together. Mm. Wow. Hey, think Not, about this. Never in my life. Wow. I, call I mean, so don't get me wrong. In a group setting, like when my aunts and uncles will come in town, we might we? go to Moonlight. Did we? Nah, nah. Because think about this. I was at Ritzy's the other day. My mom called me. said, what are you doing? I was like, hey, I'm at lunch with somebody. She was like, where at? I said, Ritzy's. She was like, dang, it's rich people. I was like, Ritzy's? <laughs> I was like, Richie's? I was like, Mom, is huh? I was like, Man, Mom, you, you need to take your mom to Richie's. Y'all need to take her out. Nah, because think about this. Fancy. I don't think that. Nick, I remember, remember when Jonna used I remember Jonna told me, I remember this vividly. Jonna was like, hey, let's go to Briar Patch for lunch. I was like, heck, nah, people don't do that. Yeah, we can't like, afford cause that. Because for us growing up, it was like, you never even considered You can't even afford that. Or like, or like the Miller house. I had never been in the Miller house. And Jonna would be like, Nick, it's not that much. Like, it's literally. And you go there and the meal's like $13, $14. It's like, why didn't we ever come here? Listen, this is the first time. And, and again, I'm not bragging about anything. No, we sure. never went out. We only went out. My mom worked for a rich person. and Because she worked for them, we got to go when they went. That's what I'm saying. Like, we never. Like, we went to Red Lobster. We never got to say, Like, we never got to go like where it was like, all right, kids. You remember your dad taking out to you. Me, my mom, my no, dad, my yeah. brother. We never went. Alone. Went out somewhere and ate at a restaurant. Man. Never in my think about that. Wow, Rob, I don't think we ever went either. That's what I was thinking. Like I don't remember ever sitting down at. Do you ever remember sitting down with you, Let, Gina, we Star? Me- we ain't go to Mexican night. Uh, That's what I'm Lewis saying. Louis and Gina, you ever ah, remember that? I don't even remember. I remember our Pepal took us. To the banquet table. No, yeah. I'm saying just, nah, just y'all. That's it. Nah, Nobody else. Nah, nah, we ain't never go. That's what I'm saying. When you're so when you when you're exposed, like for example, my daughter lives different. Hey, the other day, you know what she told me? A random day. <laughs> let's go Roadhouse tonight. Look, let's go <laughs> Roadhouse. <laughs> hey, she's telling you. Yeah. But but for but I know some people think hey, it's we crazy. Went. We went. But though. look, I'm with it. I'm with it. Look, what it cost? Twenty dollars. It was, it was like 30. Well, You're going to spend that anyway. Because it was me, her, and her friend. Man, and, uh, I spent 150 the other day at, uh, It was wow. like four, 30. And, uh, and, uh, man, I tell you what, Opal, uh, Shoguns is high. Yeah, it's real high. It's when that ticket high. came out, I was like, something ain't right. <laughs> Look, you was already doing the math. <laughs> Jew was ready I was to like, spend. something ain't right. Jew was ready to spend 98. Hey, they don't No yeah. more. No, they get you because it's the lunch menu and it's, it's the Look, regular day. Hey, but you know what? I was like. Why are you tripping, though? Jonna said, ah, oh, this is true. She said, Ponderosa or Chi-Chi's is where we got to go. Yes. Yeah, oh, I'm saying, like, I, don't, I remember when we, even then, like. Me and Drew had to plug at Ponderosa. It was uh, Rod Drake's, uh, who, who was that? 
our, it was our cousin or was something. Was it Tiana? Yeah. And she, she let us come in for like 250. Oh, man, she let us come in. We would eat so much. We'd be, we'd be on the verge. We were riding the right. we city bus out there. Ride the city bus to go to Ponder. <laughs> we, and, and I think that's, I mean, that's probably the main reason. Like, I remember, like, you know, uh, that's a, I remember, like, not being able to do that. Oh, so yeah. like it, it's a big deal. It was something that your heart longed for. It's it was a big deal for us to be able to, to go to. Yeah, we can go home and cook. We 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 sit down and eat together. Not as much now as we used to, but uh, we we rather go out to eat and sit down and eat and just you know let the because kids you never it. experienced that. We never experienced it. So that yeah, is, that is crazy. I don't never remember going out. Think there about there. that. Like it's it's the most craziest thing ever. That like hey, so ask uh call call y'all's moms and just say hey, so why didn't we? Why wasn't that a normal thing for us to do that? Look, my mom will answer the phone right now. I let's, couldn't believe. Let's call my mom. Hey, real quick before before when he we, calls phone. When they said we was at, when I was at Ritzy's and my mom said that's high dollar. Hey, so man, speaking of restaurants. Yesterday, it, it's going to be a tough couple months for me. Oh, Chick-fil-A shut down. Chick-fil-A shut down. I'm telling Two you. months. If we had to plug on a, uh, if we had to plug on like a temporary Chick-fil-A where we could just serve like nuggets and fries like they used to in the, in the old mall, millionaires. How come? Uh, yeah. They're shutting it down. You know you got money when you can just shut man. down for two months. You man. ain't even tripping. Absolutely. And how, think about that. They wrote me a note yesterday on my card. That's how, that's how good of a customer I am. It's probably one of the nicest restaurants in Owensboro, fast food. And they still shut down the upgraded more. Man. You look at them. And what you are they doing to upgrade it? Man, they're like school. They, look, they, I'm like, what y'all doing? How, how more already, efficient you get? I'm like, it already looks good in this thing. Like, they're so efficient. They had, <laughs> look, they had you, you pay even before you even get through the line. Oh, yeah. Now. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's it's next level. They're speaking they're speaking jail language. Oh yeah, they was throwing up signs and all this stuff. They knew what to do. They was in I position. I was like, what the heck is going on? Hey, what's so crazy is uh, too. look, they're so good. They wrote me a note on my receipt, told me to have a good summer, like I was in school. <laughs> they good. I was sad. I mean, where else am I? I don't, that's all I eat. How in the world could you get a note like that? They have thousands of orders. Oh, they know me, man. They good. They know oh, I'm me. sure they do know you. They I, know I, me. I pull up every day. No, I don't pull up every yeah, day. Yeah, I pull oh, up every day. You're on a. You don't try to. You be trying the to woman, put it off on me. You're hey, on a different. You're on a different. You're in a different tax bracket. They good. The, look, the woman was like, I, I, I see you still ain't got your truck back. I was yeah, like, dang, man, I don't. That's bad, Rob. Man, that's real bad. That's all I eat <laughs> every day. I'll be like, Robbie, one break. Let's nah. call Fong Lee. Rob, you want something? No. I mean, what's the question to ask? I don't want to embarrass her. No, nah, don't call her. Just say, well, hey, why didn't nah, we? because it's going to make her feel bad. Like, dang. No, nah, my mom's straightforward. Well, just ask her. Say, She'll I don't like, remember. She's going to be like, we didn't have the money. Yeah, boy. I used to ask Lewis for $2, and he'd be like, cut the grass. Man, this dude said we used to go to Pizza Hut. Man, I used to long to go to Pizza Hut. Man, we didn't ever get After those After the games. That's why me and Juice started running. Uh, we started eating and running. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I quit doing it after I got slapped by that Mexican. <laughs> he slapped and shook on me back. He slapped my kufi off. We started eating it. I, I, hey, that's when I remember first going to Mexican when we started eating and running. Man, we started eating and running. And I, the crazy thing about it is I didn't even eat anything. Man. I paid for my drink. I remember going to Pizza Hut only with John Brennan. Yeah, uh, Pizza Hut. Be- you know after the game in the movies where they go and celebrate at Pizza Hut and it looks so good? <laughs> Look, hey. man, that, that was something that we never got. Well, think man. about that. We had to walk from the movies. <laughs> I remember one time they took the kids. Uh, this was uh, this is when I was young. They took the they took uh, the team to that. I think we won AAU, and I didn't have any money, and I didn't want to say anything because, of course, I didn't. You know, we didn't have any money to yeah to do it to to go. And, but I still went with everybody, and I didn't tell anybody. And uh, 
Man, I was eating out of the trash can. Huh? Yeah, at McDonald's on 60, I remember. Wow. I, re- I mean, I was so hungry. I mean, how else was I going to eat, Rob? No, I'm just saying, that's, a, re- that's a reality, that's man. That's crazy. Like, yeah. Literally, that's the only time I've ever had to do it, but I did. Think about I was so starving. And I, I mean, like, I'm, I think I'm like keep, eight years old. Pride keeps you at that early, eight, nine years old, I'm a fat kid anyway. Man. And I caught crazy. myself eating out of a trash can. What I think about now, like, you know, we walked home from the movies at like 12, 13. I could never imagine saying to my kid, Find a way home. Find a way home. You know you ain't going to be up to no good. You got to find your way Man, home. Man, yeah. We're going to find a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm what like, I'm saying. They're not like, worried about us getting kidnapped or nothing like So the Man. level of stuff that you're exposed with, exposed got, to. That Gatorade the, in the, the refrigerator changes kids' lives. Just think does. about that. The movies is deep from the Rolling Heights. Oh, yeah, it's real deep. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of in-between that you get caught up in. And we had to step out a few times. Absolutely. Man. Good conversation. Oh, we've it been was going. Long with today, I know. Wow, do you tired? No. Where, how far did you drive? Have a great day. Uh, I've drove uh, six and a half hours up and seven hours back. In two days. In- no, all together, all together, seven and a half hours up and seven and a half hours back in one day. Wow, that's like an Alabama trip. I left, left out. Yeah, I know it was. I left out. Uh, I left out at ten. I left out at ten. A.M. Got back at three thirty A.M. Wow, man! Hey. See, people don't people don't. But that's the crazy thing about it. We talk about like people don't see or hear about what goes on behind that's the right. scenes. That's right. They what I have what to takes. do to to stay on top. What I have to do to condition my body or what you know um, to make it happen. You know this lifestyle that we have. Uh, so, uh, I mean, it is what it is, but, you know, I got to do what I got to do. So, uh, my wife can continue to uh, <laughs> spin that bag. Get them nails. Well, this is how bougie Rob's kid is. I, was, I told him I was going to pick up breakfast. He texted me when I was at the gym. Do you like these Diner? <laughs> Who you said know, that? Lucas, you know that was a hint. Do you like yeah. these Diner? I was, like, I was like, I'm at Dairy Queen. <laughs> hey. That's funny. Man. I don't know what I done created. All right, have a great day. All right, you guys have a good week, week. man. We'll see y'all next week. That was a three-hour podcast. Peace. Trust the process. Don't rush the process. Times. Yeah, it's true, but I'm headed to the finish line. So the mind never stop when it come to minds. God gave me this light, I'ma let it shine. Put the weights on the bar, man, dinner time. The pain don't do anything but energize. Right now is the time, ain't a better time. Man, I'm about to go hard, hammer time. Yeah, I know that you know it. I made a decision and now I'm devoted. I'm here for the people. You hear it, they voted. I try to stay humble while keeping my focus. They tell me slow down, I say thank you, it's noted. I'ma speed up for my family notice. I am right here just to put you on notice. If history's real.